Hello, welcome back. Hope you're doing well. Uh, you might notice the lighting is a little different. It's evening. Uh, it was like early afternoon the last couple times. I, I'm not a lighting expert, but I do my best. Is it all right coming from these weird angles or should it be, well, anyway. Uh, you can let me know in the comments if you'd like. Um, yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Um, by the way, if you're into Goshwins, that's Japanese for red stamp. When you go to the temples in Japan, uh, they do a red stamp and then with a nice, like, you know, uh, brush with black ink, they do, uh, it's this, but what you see like 30 some odd times there and over there. Uh, what I, my goal is to have all of these identified. I have already discovered quite a lot. I mean, four or five temples have been identified, so I'd like to be able to look at each of these symbols, see these square sort of, you know, areas around, and, and visualize what temple that is, what, who drew that, because these, these were gifts. I know you're supposed to go on the pilgrimage yourself in order to have a proper temple uh, in your home, but in this case, they were gifted to me, and... Uh, the uh, parents of the person who gave it to me went on the pilgrimages, and so I don't know all the temples, but I'm slowly learning. I had previously thought that this whole thing, that this whole Kakajiku was pure land Buddhist only, but it turns out that one of these is uh, from uh, Mount Koyasan, that's Shingon, and then another one is Zen, but they, they have such a similar style, so I'm like confused. I mean, but I'm I'm learning slowly. I, I, you know, like I've mentioned many times, I am an ignoramus. I have interest in these things, but I am not an authority in any way. Um, but I'm assuming that even with the typos, that this is an okay enough translation of the Lotus Sutras that the authority of the sutra can come across in spite of my, you know, uh, being a novice at this sort of thing. So, um, I'm going to try to make up for how much talking I did last time by jumping right in as quickly as possible. So real quick, if this is the first time you're seeing me, go here instead and start with the beginning of the Dhammapada. It's a better place to start. Uh, but if you would definitely like to start with the beginning of the Lotus Sutra, then click here. All right. So picking right up where we left off in episode six of Lotus Sutra. Here we go. <clears throat> Again, Shariputra. If there be some monk or nun pretending to our hardship without an earnest vow to reach supreme perfect enlightenment and saying, I am standing too high for the Buddha vehicle. I am in my last appearance in the body before complete nirvana. Then Shariputra Consider such a one to be conceited. For Shariputra, it is unfit. It is improper that such a monk, a faultless arhat, should not believe in the law which he hears from the Tathagata in his presence. I leave out of question when, tata, when the Tathagata shall have reached complete nirvana, for at that period, that time, 
Shariputra, when the Tathagata shall be wholly extinct, there shall be none who either knows by heart or preaches such sutras as this. It will be under other Tathagatas that they are to be freed from doubts. In respect to these things, believe my words, Shariputra. Value them, take them to heart, for there is no falsehood in the Tathagatas, Shariputra. There is but one vehicle, Shariputra, and that the Buddha vehicle. And on that occasion, to set forth this manner more copiously, the Lord uttered the following stanzas. No less than 5,000 monks, nuns, and lay devotees of both sexes, full of unbelief and conceit, remarking this slight, whence, defective in training, and foolish as they were, away, in order to beware of damage. The Lord, who knew them, to be the dregs of the con the, uh, the great the dregs of the congregation, the drugs, any fans of uh, exclaimed, they have no sufficient merit to hear this law. My congregation is now pure, freed from chaff, the trash is removed, and the pith only remains. Hear from me, Shariputra how this law has been discovered by the highest man. Oh, by the way, that Instagram page I was talking about is called Name That Goshwin. So just if you're on Instagram, you can type in Name That Goshwin uh, if you want to help me, you know, figure out which temple goes with which Goshwin. If you don't know how to spell Goshwin, you're probably not going to be any help to me. No, I'm just kidding. If you want to see the, the channel, it's, uh, it's spelled G-O-S-H-U-I-N. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry about that little sidebar there. <laughs> Hear from me, Shariputra, how this law has been discovered by the highest man, and how the mighty Buddhas are preaching it with many hundred proofs of skillfulness. I know the disposition and conduct, the various inclinations of kotis of living beings in this world. I know their various actions and the good they have done before. Those living beings I initiate in this parentheses law and parentheses by the aid of manifold interpretations and reasons, and by hundreds of arguments and illustrations have I, in one way or another, gladdened all creatures. I utter both sutras and stanzas, legends, gatakas, uh, and prodigies, besides hundreds of introductions and curious parables. By the way, I haven't thoroughly studied all those comments. Uh, one reset. Thank you again for all those comments. And I will work on my pronunciation. I show nirvana to the ignorant with low dispositions, who have followed no course of duty under many cotes of Buddhas, are bound to, to continued existence and wretched. The self-born one uses such means to manifest Buddha knowledge, but he shall never say to them, ye also are to become Buddhas. Why should not the mighty one, after having waited for the right time, speak now that he perceives the right moment is come? 
This is the fit opportunity, met somehow, of commencing the exposition of what really is. Now, the word of my commandment, as contained in nine divisions, has been published according to the varying degree of strength of creatures. Such is the device I have shown in order to introduce, parentheses, creatures, and parentheses, to the knowledge of the giver of boons. Boons was never really in my vocabulary, I have to admit. If it was an SAT word, I think I got it wrong. I've noticed that here in India, people use it. That's one of those words that it's like, that, okay, all right, that's a word. Boons. Giving the boon to someone. All right, moving along. And to those in the world who have always been pure, wise, good-minded, compassionate sons of Buddha, and done their duty under many kotis of Buddhas, will I make known amplified sutras. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, for they are endowed with such gifts of mental disposition and such advantages of a blameless outward form that I can announce to them, I'm not claiming to be one of these, by the way, if, you know, no need to go in the comment thread and tell everyone all, all the blame that I should have. Uh, but you can, it'll boost my ratings. Um, let's see, uh, form that I can announce to them, in future ye shall become Buddhas, benevolent and compassionate. Hearing which, all of them will be pervaded with delight. I just try to keep it fun. I mean, if I explain the skillful means here, then does it cancel it out? Some folks are going to want a very serious, serious uh, person to, you know, expound the sutras. And then there's people who won't be able to digest that. There are a few out there. So I'm just saying, uh, okay. All right, there, there's a method to my madness here. Um, in the future you shall become, hearing which all of them will be pervaded with delight at the thought, in parentheses, we shall become Buddhas preeminent in the world. And I, perceiving their contact, conduct, will again reveal amplified sutras. And those are the disciples of the leader who have listened to my word of command. One Sinali, Sinal, S-I-N-A-L-E, I believe that's meant to be an English word, uh, maybe single, there are typos again. Okay, let's assume that's single. One single stanza, learnt or kept in memory, yeah, I think it's meant to be single. One single stanza, learnt or kept in memory, suffices, no doubt of it, to lead all of them to enlightenment. All right. Uh, there is indeed but one vehicle. There is no second nor third anywhere in the world. Apart from the case of the Purushottamas, using an expedient to show that there is a diversity of vehicles. <sighs> yeah, okay. The chief of the world appears in the world to reveal the Buddha knowledge. 
He has but one aim, indeed, no second. The Buddhas do not bring over, parentheses, creatures, and parentheses, by an inferior vehicle. There, where the self-born one has established himself, and where the object of knowledge is, of whatever form or kind, where, that's in parentheses, the powers, the stages of meditation, the emancipations, the perfected faculties are, are being in parentheses, there the beings also shall be established. I should be guilty of envy. Should I, after reaching the spotless eminent state of enlightenment, establish anyone in the inferior vehicle? That would not beseem me. There is no envy whatsoever in me, no jealousy, no desire, nor passion. Therefore I am the Buddha, because the world follows my teaching. When, splendidly, marked with the 32, the 32 is in parentheses. That might be important that it's in parentheses. Okay, starting at the beginning. When splendidly marked with the 32 characteristics, I am illuminating this whole world. Because what that seems to say to me is that he's saying the characteristics and then afterwards someone added 32. All right. Um, or maybe it's just meant to be understood that he's talking about the 32 characteristics, which he hasn't before now mentioned. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm overthinking it. Um, I am illuminating this whole world and worshipped by many hundreds of beings. I show the unmistakable stamp of the nature of the law. Sidebar. I really do recommend reading Dhammapada before Lotus Sutra because at no point in Dhammapada does Buddha say, oh, and also worship me, or that's a good idea. I, I'm not being critical. Actually, I am being critical a little bit. Uh, forgive me. Then, Shariputra, I think thus. How will all beings, by the 32 characteristics... Okay, now that's not in parentheses. Okay, all right. So it was like foreshadowing... In the parentheses, I guess. Um, okay, starting at the beginning. Then, Shariputra, I think thus. How will all beings by the 32 characteristics mark the self-born seer? Who of his own accord sheds his luster all over the world? And while I am thinking and pondering, when my wish has been fulfilled and my vow accomplished, I no more reveal Buddha knowledge. If, O oh son of Sari, I spoke to... Is that what Sari Putra means? If, O oh son of Sari, I spoke to the creatures, <clears throat> vivify in your minds the wish for enlightenment, they would in their ignorance all go astray and never catch the meaning of my good words. And considering them to be such and that they have not accomplished their course of duty in previous existences, in parentheses, I see how, in parentheses, they are attached and devoted to sensual pleasures, infatuated by desire and blind with delusion. Earlier today, I couldn't find my little book of Goshwins, because I, in addition to these, I did go to Japan eight years ago, and go to I had seven or eight temples and get the Goshwin stamps, you know, and I, I just can't find my book anywhere. And I was searching and searching and I was becoming very frustrated until 
I realized that the Buddha uh, preaches non-attachment, not, you know, hang on to your book of Goshwins that you got in Japan. At no point in the old or the new sutras does the Buddha say anything like that. And so I laughed at myself and just figured, eh, it'll turn up when it turns up. So anyway, so that, that Instagram page is kind of on pause until I find it. Which is good because people have kind of stopped identifying the Goshwins. Uh, four, four of them were identified, but there's like 12 on there. So I should just hang back and wait and see if people go, oh, that's from such and such temple. Sorry, sidebars. I said I wasn't going to do that as much. Well, I'm not doing it as much, right? This one isn't so-called sponsored, right? Anyway, all uh, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, the boons we already did. Where was I? Sorry. Uh, son of sorry. Okay. Considering them to be such? Right. Okay. From lust, uh, they run into distress. They, incels, right? They are tormented in the six states of existence and people the cemetery again and again. Huh. They are overwhelmed with misfortune as they possess little virtue. They are continually entangled in the, thick, the thickets of sectarian theories, sectarian being in parentheses, such as it is and it is not, it is thus and it is not thus, end parentheses, in, I mean, end quotes, in trying to get a decided opinion. By the way, I'm not judging, uh, you know, people in this state. I mean, I am, but not condemning, right? Jesus said, judge not lest ye be judged. And then people go, well, you shouldn't judge. Uh, just because I'm a murderer doesn't mean I'm less of a murderer. But, you know, discernment is a better word, maybe. Uh, all right. Um, I, I like the translation, condemn not lest ye be condemned. Right? Okay. Uh-huh. They are continually entangled in the thickets of sectarian... Okay, we already did that. It is in trying to get a decided opinion on what is found in the 62, parentheses, heretical, and parentheses, theories, they come to embrace falsehood and continue in it. By the way, I just, I have to recommend this further, Ananda, episode 77 of one of my other podcasts called Esoterra Nerd. You can skip the first 13 minutes or so and just jump right into the uh, like three hour long uh, reading of volume eight of Suryangama Sutra with music. It's worth a listen. It really is. Um, Suryangama Sutra is there on the shelf. I will get to it at some point in the future in this series, but it won't be with music and all that. It'll be, you know, me reading it and commenting like I am now. But that one is good. It, it, it kind of goes into a lot, of the, a lot more detail about the sorts of things that he's talking about. Uh, this, the people pretending to be enlightenment, uh, pretending to be enlightened, pretending to be gurus, uh, thinking, genuinely thinking that they are enlightened, uh, different kinds of conceited people, except it gets into when, uh, when such a person decides that they have arrived and that they are enlightened and they have no further to go, then in the heavens there's a demon going, <laughs> and then they go down and possess them. But they don't possess them right away. The demon hangs out and waits until there's a student 
who has a certain kind of hidden desire for this or this or this or this. And then a certain type of demon, when he sees that student, he'll just go possess one of these idiots that thinks that they're enlightened and then come over and present himself to be his teacher. And then there's like 40 different ways that that goes. And it's like, if you're into cults, I mean, you know, if you have like, if you watch documentaries about cults or those like cool Netflix shows about like weird situations, it kind of goes into all of them like a thousand years ago or 1200 years ago, whenever it was written. Um, but kind of back then, from back then's point of view. So it's, it's very special. Like if you've been in a problematic cult, it's probably covered in volume eight of Suryangama Sutra. And you'll be like, oh my God, this one is way too familiar. And then it clarifies, it says, okay, see, this guy was possessed by this type of demon. The, it used to be this kind of hungry ghost or this water spirit or this kind of phantom. And then in its old age, it became a demon. And then in the end, both the student and the teacher get in trouble with the law it's good it's really good I recommend it after this sorry they are hard to correct proud hypocritical crooked who oh right the people who embrace these heretical theories okay uh, malignant ignorant dull all of those okay uh, hence, I mean, that sounds like a very specific kind of bizarre, weird person. I mean, there's people who are hard to correct and proud and hypocritical and crooked, surely, and malignant and ignorant, but dull as well. Hence, they do not hear the good Buddha call, not once in codice of births. To those, son of sorry, I show a device and say, put an end to your trouble. When I perceive creatures vexed with mishap, I make them see nirvana. And so do I reveal all those dharmas, laws, that are ever holy and correct from the very first. And the son of Buddha, who has completed his course, shall once again be a jina. It is but my skillfulness which prompts me to manifest three vehicles. Okay. You know, it's like there's theories that the Lotus Sutra comes from the first and second century. That's why I'm reading it now before I get to like one of the things that was written in the third century. But the fact that he keeps over and over talking about three vehicles, is he talking about Vajrayana? Was, was, was he talking when Vajrayana was starting to form? If so, that was a few hundred years later, right? Am I wrong? Am I talking too fast? I'm sorry. I, I, if English isn't your first language, then it's probably hard to understand when I go on these rants. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, for there is but one vehicle and one track. There is also but one instruction by the leaders. Remove all doubt and uncertainty. And should there be any who feels doubts, parentheses, let them know that, and parentheses, the lords of the world speak the truth. This is the only vehicle. A second there is not. One ring to rule in. Oh, no, no. Uh, the, the former Tathagatas also, living in the past for innumerable eons. That's E-O-N-S. There's no A there. Come on, guys. Um, yeah. The many thousands of Buddhas who are gone to final rest, whose number can never be counted. 
Those highest of men have all of them revealed most holy laws by means of illustrations, reasons, and arguments, with many hundred proofs of skillfulness. And all of them have manifested but one vehicle, and introduced but one on earth. By one vehicle have they led to full ripeness, inconceivably many thousands of kotis of beings. Yet the jinas possess various and manifold means through which the Tathagata reveals to the world, including the gods, superior enlightenment, in consideration of the inclinations and disposition, parentheses, of different beings and parentheses. And all in the world who are hearing or have heard the law from the mouth of the Tathagatas, given alms, followed the moral precepts, and patiently accomplished the whole of their religious duties, who have acquitted themselves in point of zeal and meditation, with wisdom reflected on those laws, and performed several meritorious actions, have all of them reached enlightenment. And such beings as were living patient, subdued, and disciplined under the rule of the genas of those times, have all of them reached enlightenment. Others also, who paid worship to the relics of the departed genas, erected many thousands of stupas made of gems, gold, silver, or crystal, or built stupas. Have you ever read, uh, oh, what was it, God Knows, where it's like David talking, but somehow he already knows about like Michelangelo's statue of David? It kind of reminds me of that when the Buddha talks about the stupas. Anyway, uh, in Lotus Sutra, obviously not in Dhammapada, because that's actually the words of the Buddha. Anyway, uh, where were we? Or built stupas of emerald. I'm not saying it's less valuable. You know, I am saying it's less valuable, but I'm not saying it's valueless. It's, it's holy. It's, it's sacred. It's sacred sutras, scripture. <sighs> I just think it should be taken with a little bit of a grain of salt. That's all I'm saying. Things written hundreds of years after the master has passed. Even if it's an enlightened master, a true enlightened master, somebody writing in their name hundreds of years later things that they didn't actually say and then casually making reference to being worshipped when they didn't ask to be worshipped should be taken with a maybe a big grain of salt. But I'm reading it. I want to know what it says because I don't just want to know what the Buddha says, I want to know what Buddhism says. And there is a difference. That's, maybe I'm arrogant? Okay, I'm arrogant. Um, I, I don't think so. I think I'm just sort of clearly seeing things. But feel free to correct me in the comments. All right. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. The former Tathagatas... Mm -hmm. No, no, no. That we're way past that. Okay. And those who erected stupas from marble. All right, no, yeah, we're still all the different kinds of stupas. This is nice. I'll just start this part from the beginning and then we'll close with that because we're getting close to the half hour mark. Others also who paid worship to the relics of the departed genas erected many thousands of stupas made of gems, gold, silver, or crystal, or built stupas of emerald, cat's eye, pearls, 
egregious lapis lazuli. By the way, I found the culprit. It was Akshobia. Akshobia had the lapis lazuli. Remember, I was searching for my lapis lazuli. It, it works on it for some reason. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, egregious lapis lazuli or sapphire. They have all of them reached enlightenment. Well, I better get started building a stupa. That's all it takes. Um, and those who erect stupas made from marble, sandalwood, or eaglewood constructed stupas from deodar or a combination of different sorts of timber and who in gladness of heart built for the genus stupas of bricks or clay or caused mounds of earth to be raised in forests and wildernesses in dedication to the genus, the little boys even, who in playing erected here and there heaps of sand with the intention of dedicating them as stupas to the genus, they have all of them reached enlightenment. All right, I am going to stop reading that right there and build a stupa right now. Jeez, I didn't know it was that easy. Thank you all for joining. And uh, let's see, I think that's everything. And, uh, you know, we'll pick up where we left off next time. And uh, I hope you'll forgive me for, for my, for my uh, levity, for my, um, you know, if I'm not approaching the sutras the way that you feel I ought to. Um, if, it, if you enjoy being angry about that, then do keep watching my series. If you just don't enjoy my approach to reading the sutras, then I'm sure you can find them somewhere else. There's audiobooks, no doubt. Uh, you can read them yourself, or you can find uh, a very serious monk somewhere expounding on the sutras. However, if you enjoy uh, my take on it, and it makes you kind of giggle throughout, and yet you're learning at the same time, then this is for you. All right, well, uh, we'll close, as always, with the prayer that my father taught me when I was four years old. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Until next time.